Hello, and welcome to Listening to Leaders. This is Nathan, and I am so excited to bring you a new format for my podcast. I'm going to continue to bring you powerful leaders from different backgrounds once a month. However, also once a month, so every other two weeks, I'll be bringing you some of my favorite leadership coaching topics. These will be uh, different types of themes that come up with my clients that I hope will be useful for you as well. In case you're new here, Listening to Leaders is a podcast for leaders, by leaders, about leaders, but not just any kind of leader. We're talking all things wholehearted leadership. We want to know what it actually takes for leaders to develop their emotional intelligence, for example. We're obsessed with leaders who uh, are interested in their people as whole humans, who understand that in 2023, people are no longer interested in or willing to check their humanity at the door. <laughs> we want to hear from leaders who are out to make a real difference in the world, socially, environmentally, and more. So, for today's episode, we're going to jump right in. Uh, we're going to be diving deep into an essential practice of leadership, which is one that I think is often overlooked. I know I've overlooked it in the past, um, which is the practice of forgiveness. So, I mean, I'll be honest, I've, I've avoided this topic, or maybe not avoided it, but just haven't said much about it partially because I feel like I haven't had anything new to say about it, but it also sometimes comes off, you know, some of the work that I do like around accountability and, you know, learning to speak up and like that has kind of this fieriness to it that um, I appreciate and like, but um, I also have some, you know, insecurities around uh, developing emotional intelligence as being, and some of the other coaching work that I do as being like the fluffy stuff. And sometimes for me, me, right, forgiveness sort of falls into that category. However, I've had a pretty big realization about forgiveness, and I've also seen that realization play out for a client recently. And here's the, what it is, here's what I've seen, is forgiveness is actually a form of self-care. Now, I will say that again, okay, forgiveness is actually a form of self-care. Now, you may have heard people say before, forgiveness isn't for you. No, sorry, <laughs> try that again. Forgiveness is for you, right? We think that forgiveness is about like, you know, the other person and freeing them. But if you really look, the first reason to forgive, it's for you, not the other person, right? When you forgive, you are giving yourself the freedom from resentment and from the past. And that's how I've always thought about forgiveness, right? Is, is that it's something that you give yourself so that you have freedom from resentment and freedom from the past. And how I've always listened to that is like, it's for you in the sense that it gives you freedom, freedom from resentment and from the past, but it's actually more than that. It's actually a gift that you can give yourself. It's a way of taking care of yourself, right? Not letting the hurts of the past fill up your space, right? And so the act of forgiveness 
is self-care. It's even, you know, you could even call it self-love in action. Okay, but before I get too far ahead of myself, let me just say this. As a leader, even just as a person, life is gonna beat you up. People are gonna be people. Some are gonna cause harm unintentionally. There will be some that cause harm intentionally. To be a leader who supports and invites the entirety of the human experience means giving your whole heart to those you lead. And let's be real, that's no easy task. When you genuinely give yourself, emotionally and professionally, you become vulnerable. You risk being let down. You risk heartbreak. You risk people walking away. And here's where the challenge arises. How does a leader navigate these uh, emotionally charged waters without sinking under the weight of resentment or even the fatigue the, of, of accumulated hurts from the past? Unforgiveness is an insidious thing. While it might feel like you're protecting yourself, it's often kind of like a heavy chain that winds up tying you down, leading to burnout and a loss of passion. So today, I wanna share three simple tips about forgiveness that every leader can embrace. To illustrate them, I've got a really powerful real life story from one of my clients. So jumping right in, here are the three tips. Number one is, uncollapsing forgiveness from condonement, right? So forgiveness and condonement are not the same thing. Forgiveness doesn't mean endorsing or accepting things that people did that didn't work. Instead, it's about deciding to not harbor resentment or seek retribution. I love the saying, um, unforgiveness, right? Resentment is like drinking the rat poison, hoping all the rats will die, right? Lots of times when people have unintentionally done harm or they've done something that, you know, they didn't know impacted you, they're just walking around happy as a lark, right? They're, they're not walking around going, ah, yeah, I really stuck it to them, right? When you hold on to resentment, you're just hurting yourself, right? The energetic zap that that is on you is, uh, is really the impactful thing, right? So forgiveness can then be a way of not just freeing yourself, but taking care of yourself, right? Being generous and wise enough to go, hey, I'm not gonna do that to you. I'm not gonna hang on to resentment in that way. Okay, tip number two, the power of self-reflection, right? So you've gotta take moments for introspection. You've gotta understand the root of your hurt and the feelings that it can evoke, right? So, you know, lots of times when we're experiencing heartbreak or disappointment, it's actually much more complex and nuanced than we think, right? Like we might think like, oh yeah, like they left and so I feel really hurt from that experience. 
But lots of times our hurt isn't just about what's happening then and there, right? Like, I mean, I've had people leave many times in my leadership experience and in my romantic life. And there's just all different places where you might uh, feel abandoned, right? By people leaving. And anytime that happens in the present, you know, we, I, I think the word triggered is a, a little overused maybe in our culture, but it does, that memory gets triggered when somebody leaves. When you can see that your feelings now are not just about what's happening right now, it actually can create clarity that allows for healing and moving forward. Okay, tip number three is forgiveness is, get ready, this is my favorite one. Hello there, dear listeners, this is Nathan. I just wanna make a quick announcement and then we'll get right back to the show. Are you struggling to carve out time for your personal growth amidst your professional goals and helping others? Are high stress situations eroding the joy and fulfillment from your career and life? Are you struggling to maintain your company's mission amidst rapid growth or peak seasons? This is exactly why I've created Mission Driven Leadership. This is a one day transformational workshop that offers a retreat for your leadership and entrepreneurial soul. You will learn practical strategies to inspire and motivate yourself and others to live lives of meaning and fulfillment. Come dive deep with me into what matters most to you as a leader. Discover effective techniques to motivate and inspire your team, foster collaboration, and navigate challenges with confidence. This workshop takes place on October 21st in person in Houston, Texas in the Galleria area from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Your tuition includes some pre-work and a one-to-one coaching call prior to the event itself. So be sure to sign up as soon as possible and you can begin to have this work make a difference in your life starting immediately. To get more information and to register, click the link in the show notes. And now back to our show. Okay, tip number three is forgiveness is, get ready, this is my favorite one. Forgiveness is a commitment, not just a feeling. Forgiveness is a conscious choice. You know, there's a part of me that in certain situations will never be ready to forgive, right? You've gotta actually consciously choose it in many cases. It's I'm actually going to say in every case, right? It's a pact you make with yourself to live and to lead from a place of generosity, from a place of freedom, and from a commitment to, yeah, not holding on in your space to things even when a feeling of hurt lingers. So let's look at a story with one of my clients. Um, For this podcast, we're gonna call her Sarah. So Sarah uh, is the director of operations at a really rapidly growing um, hospital chain. And she had a mentor named Jake, who was a bright young recruit. And Sarah really nurtured and mentored him 
giving him opportunities to grow and investing a lot of time and energy into his professional development. As Sarah was um, preparing for a pitch for some crucial, um, for a crucial project for some stakeholders, she entrusted Jake with a significant component of the, the project and of the pitch. And the day before the pitch, Jake decided to leave the organization. And he left without finishing his part. And Sarah felt really hurt, right? She had given all that time and energy and really given her heart to this guy who she saw so much potential in. And I think the word that she would use is that she felt betrayed. The feeling of being let down after all the trust and investment that she had made in Jake was huge. However, after the immediate stress of the pitch was over, she decided to use these three tips to cultivate forgiveness. So the first thing was, again, uncollapsing forgiveness and condonement. Sarah realized that by forgiving Jake, she wasn't condoning his abrupt departure or his lack of um, professional courtesy. <laughs> Instead, she was letting go of the weight and bitterness that threatened her mental well-being. It was threatening her mental well-being, right? She communicated to Jake about how his actions affected the team, but also made it clear that she held no animosity towards him. Now, if she weren't doing the work to come from a space of forgiveness, there's no way that she would have actually been able to authentically express that. Second tip is self-reflection. So there was uh, one of our coaching sessions, I gave Sarah an assignment to sit down for a full 90 minutes to do some journaling and meditation on the issue with Jake. It was there that she journaled about her feelings of betrayal and disappointment and sadness, and she really delved deep into understanding her emotions and recognized that her hurt feelings Get this, okay? Her hurt feelings simply reminded her of every other past experience of someone leaving. Past employees, previous romantic interest. And when she realized this, she actually saw that her main concern, right? Beyond like her hurt feelings, was how Jake's decision impacted the entire team and the company's reputation. Having this clarity allowed her to separate her personal hurt from her professional concerns. Last piece is, remember, committing that uh, forgiveness is actually a commitment, right? It's not just a feeling. You know, several weeks after the incident, Sarah still felt the sting when she thought about it. However, she made a daily commitment to forgive, right? And to not let the situation hold her back. She actively engaged in keeping a positive mindset and stayed connected and surrounded herself with positive influences. Over time, the daily commitment to forgiveness helped her feelings, right, like the internal state, to align with her decision to forgive. So Sarah really discovered that forgiveness wasn't an endorsement of Jake's actions. Instead, forgiveness was for her own peace. 
She took the time to self-reflect, realizing, again, like I said, the hurts from the other areas of her life were simply amplifying the experience right then and there, in that present moment situation. And even though she felt the sting, several weeks after, she committed to daily forgive. Through her journey, Sarah really demonstrated that leadership does start from within. It's not just about guiding a team, but there's also personal growth and resilience and really being authentic with yourself that's required. I think her story really serves as a testament that leadership, while it can be totally rewarding, is filled with potential heartbreak. But through the act of forgiveness, leaders can expand beyond that heartbreak and free themselves from past hurts and lead with renewed um, aliveness and grace. Okay, so as uh, we wrap up, remember this. By embracing forgiveness, you're not just setting yourself free. You're not even, you know, setting the other person free. You're taking care of yourself. Look, to be a great leader requires, you know, the basics, good sleep, eating well, fitness. These forms of uh, physical self-care allow you to show up, right, in all of the demanding ways that leadership requires. Forgiveness is a form of mental and emotional self-care that, when practiced, ensures that you are available to others as you do the work to fulfill your vision. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode, and I am wishing you a leadership journey of strength and compassion and forgiveness. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. All right, y'all, Nathan here one more time. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode was valuable for you and really worth your time. If you'd like to get more inspiring content to empower you as a leader like this, please sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter by clicking the link in the show notes. You can also find me on LinkedIn by typing Nathan Harrington Coaching in the search bar. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, please go and review it on whatever platform you listen to your podcast. Additionally, if you wouldn't mind, share this episode with one or two people in your life that you think it might make a difference for. Believe it or not, this type of thing really does make a difference for entrepreneurs like myself. Thanks again for being here, and I'll see you again next time for Listening to Leaders. Listening to Leaders.